Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. You're not wrong. We got a lot of nerd stuff we got to talk about, <laughs> movie related. <laughs> I consciously mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dan left really fast. We can talk about Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so I, we didn't record last week because I've seen Captain Marvel and then Dan was gone. Yeah. Um, so Captain Marvel was a movie. It was. Uh, it's the last Marvel movie before Avengers Endgame. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, it's seemingly about the young woman named Carol Danvers or as they, as she's called in the movie, in the movie when we first meet her Veers. Yeah. Through later revelations and twists and turns, we come to find out what that where that came from. Um, They're very much going with the 2012 rendition of like what was going on with Carol Danvers. Yeah, there's I got a, that impression. There's a huge history with Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel. There's been lots of people with the different mantles of Captain Marvel. But this one was picking and choosing what they liked and going with 2012. Carol Danvers. This is, that, movie, is, that like ulti- is that ultimate? It's not ultimate. Um, she was very similar... Um, how she got her powers, but for a long time, she went by Miss Marvel, and then one other character—I yeah. forget her name—and uh, there's been other people, um, who've other than Marvel who've gone by the mantle of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria Rambo, who in this movie was a little girl, uh, she goes by Captain Marvel at one point before Carol Danvers. Really, but this has been a very well received run, starting in 2012 by Kelly Sue DeConnick. I started reading it too; it was a fun run. Um, but this movie needed to set up Carol Danvers because we got the little the teaser at the end of Infinity War. The symbol of her, Nick Fury, obviously had uh, respect and importance to her because he's like, oh no, time yeah. to call her. So this movie had to set that up, but that being said, it very much like, I don't know, put it in, in I don't know how to explain it. Like, it, it served a purpose and that's what this movie did for me. Well, it's sort of like, so we needed to introduce the character to everybody before yes. uh-huh. she shows up in Avengers. But really what I think this movie does, more so than set up Avengers Endgame, it sets up the entire MCU. Yes, it in does. Theory. Oh, yeah, it definitely It did takes that. place in the mid-1990s, and um, it shows sort of the backstory for a lot of the small... Little things yeah. that uh, people have come to know and love about the MCU. Like, I mean, not spoilers. You just know this. It starts with a very um, young Sam Jackson. Yeah. And in his earlier role with S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Which they're calling it S.H.I.E.L.D. That's the one thing that I'm confused about. Yeah, it seemed like S.H.I.E.L.D. was a very like small, brand new outfit. It was really just like him and Coulson and maybe a couple other guys and then... Well, as far as Iron Man, they didn't really have a distinct name for S.H.I.E.L.D. They were just calling it the full... Uh, strategic. I'll I'll mess it up if I say Strategic it. homeland. <laughs> yeah. See if you try <laughs> to remember off the top of my head. But even Phil Coulson was calling it that. They never once called it Shield until the very end. Like, yeah, we're just going by Shield now. That's the one thing I think they messed up with not explaining. I, I maybe they. I don't know. But yeah, you're very right. It's a very younger Shield. Um, in Ant Man, it showed a 1989 kind of semblance of Shield with the uh, Howard Stark, Peggy Carter. All kind of meeting in that, uh, the, not the Tesseract, but it starts with wherever the, in Winter Soldier, that building they went to. The, the 
Triskelion. Triskelion. I knew it was a T word. So Shield, and even if you, I watched Peggy Carter, it's kind of been there, but this movie was an established Shield, but still young. Oh shoot, that's right. No, I forgot Shield's been a thing since like World War Two. Yeah. Um, did they just like neglect some of that mythology, or was it just like a not really at that time maybe like an underfunded? Like... It was underfunded during Peggy Carter. They never called it Shield. They still every single time said the full name of it. So they didn't break their own rules. It was this movie that they started calling it Shield that seemed weird. Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Yeah. I knew it was Strategic Homeland Enforcement and Logistics Division, but I didn't remember what the I was. But like you were saying, it sets up bigger parts of the MCU, and I don't know how we're going to do this, but without spoilers, that's all we can say. There's a lot yeah. that this movie had to do, establish a character that's definitely going to be an endgame. Yeah. And by the trailer that was released this morning, she's definitely in it. Uh, yeah, I will say that I think uh, what... I can't quite decide if I liked it. I guess I did. I liked this part about it. It was it. It's extraordinarily deliberate, like mm-hmm. for the kind of movie that it is. It is. It takes a long time for it to get where it's going in terms of establishing who she really is and yeah. establishing her as like you know this sort of heroic character. And I mean, I get that, and I think maybe for an origin movie, it's not such a bad thing um the that pro- it could have sort of took its time and like by the end you really feel like she you know well that's in my opinion that's forgiving a lot of things because yeah what my gripe with this movie is when you have um an amnesia story with someone who doesn't know what's going on as the audience if you know the answer it's not a good fun movie like come that's on. fair yeah it's like you're just like come on get to it like with the born yeah. identity you don't know what he's going through and as an audience you learn with him right we know who she is or like what she's going to be at least in pieces right that's where the movie fell short in some aspects but it still was fun it was a, yeah like a buddy cop movie at times and mm-hmm. and i liked her as a character some of the choices with her like direction i don't know if it was actor choice or director she was kind of stiff but uh, yeah i think that was supposed to be part of it though yeah. I've, i have a feeling that that's how and yeah, I mean, some have questioned whether or not Brie Larson was right for the role. I mean, Dude, I think she's fine. Yeah, she's I think, an Academy Award winning actress. Yeah, she's, I think yeah, she's a. I mean, she's a great actress in her own right. Uh-huh. Um, somebody brought up the other day, uh, what what might we have gotten if Emily Blunt had been in the in the role? I like. Emily I think we would have gotten another great Captain Marvel movie. Um, but oh, I forgot Emily Blunt was. I think cool. as I think as it is, I I honestly I feel like Emily Blunt would have probably played it the same way. Yeah. Um. Because it's very, I like. Because that's very. Because yeah. she's. Because her character is groomed, mm-hmm. as far as she can remember, really. Yeah. To be sort of a hardened, don't let your emotions get the better of you, badass. Yeah. And uh, you know that shell starts to sort of crumble as she sort of picks up breadcrumbs of her past life. Yep. Um. And so I don't know. I think. It's interesting how it took, you know, we we get where we're going. I'm, I, I don't really know what to say at this point. Um, it takes its time getting to the point, like basically getting to the place where we all want it to get to. Yeah. Um, it's. I think this is a character that would have maybe benefited from... Uh, I feel like this movie should have been made 
10 years ago. Yeah, if it was in phase one and then um, we just left her for a long time. Yeah, yeah. We would have been building like, man, when is Fury going to call her? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what's he doing? Right. Yeah, um, if you think about it that way, but think about a kid that's born today. Like, or I feel like, yeah, or I feel like they should have done the Black Panther thing and put her in a big, like, Infinity War first and yeah. then, you Wasn't know, there, do like, her own movie. rumors that they, that's what they wanted to do or Joss Whedon wanted to have her at the very I end of so, it? I think so, yeah. Who knows? I do agree with that because now what it seems like, we I can't say this. I hate to, there's, this movie had a lot of weight to it because mm. both sides of the table, like, this is too preachy, anti-men. And then you have on their side, like, no, this movie's important. We need this. So, I, to me, the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I don't, I never felt at all at any point that this was too preachy toward oh, men. Oh, well, no, I didn't, for, I didn't think it was like an anti, you yeah, know, anti dude thing. I there think was it, one scene where it was a kind of, there are very few emotional impact moments. One where I think they could have done it a little bit differently to definitely negate that. But I didn't feel that as well. Like, no, I didn't, is, I didn't either. And I think, uh, I think it's an important movie yeah. for a lot of the same reasons that Black Panther was an important movie and that Wonder Woman was an important movie. Yeah. Because uh, representation really does mean a lot. And the thing that's I've gotten the most joy out of surrounding this film is seeing the pictures of Brie Larson at premieres on Twitter. Oh, yeah. That's all true. these little kids that are, you know, dressed as Captain Marvel or, you know, guys or people that are saying that, like, you know... My son is so excited for Captain Marvel and really looks up to Brie Larson. Um, <laughs> sorry, we had to check our levels. Um, but uh, that's been the coolest thing. Yeah. And I think, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, there's so much weight to it. Having that, having that, you know, figure to look up to in, you know, the MCU. Yeah. At this point is, is pretty great. To me, you take that away and this is just a male. The thing that worries me, um, we always say this, that Gary sues. Cause it's really bad storytelling if in Endgame, she's the answer to beat Thanos. She's the end yeah. all be all. That's a, but we can't say that cause we haven't seen Endgame yet. Yeah. If male or female, it'd be very annoying if like the Dick's Machina, like somebody shows up and somebody like, shows up uh, in Super Trump, Powerful like and that's, Superman. that's yeah. where it's a bad storytelling, but we don't know that yet. So I'm, I don't like even throwing around the world the word Mary Sue or Gary Sue at this point. Yeah, um, I would like to think they're that you know the Russo brothers are smart the enough. People not are to behind do that, them, yeah. like Marcus and McFeely that write have written the past exactly. couple Avengers movies. I'd like to think that they're smart enough to avoid that. Yeah, but the Lord knows. No, that's um, the thing that worries me. I didn't feel yeah. everything she did felt earned. Like you saw how she got her powers. You yeah. saw. It's not like yeah, into. We're, you're right. I just think that I just think the 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 deal was that it was, um, it was a decent movie mm-hmm. when it wasn't like it was a it was a pretty good superhero movie, and then it was an all right like everything else. Yes. Um, you know, you're not gonna get you know the crash boom bang of Infinity War. It, uh, you it, you it, get and it's and yeah. it doesn't quite have the new like the the patient, nuanced storytelling that uh, Black Panther did. It's more like a, you know, a very slow follow the breadcrumbs kind of thing. And maybe that's the sense of, maybe that speaks more to the sensibility of the filmmaker, like the two directors. Yeah. Um, Bowden and Fleck, who I think. Male and female combo. Yeah. And I think that they did, uh, like, they're, they're, they're two other people that were plucked right out of the indie scene. They did half Nelson. That's the only movie yeah. I, I didn't even see, but I know of it. 
Um, did they do? Oh, I'm thinking of uh, a different male female director combo that did like Little Miss Little Miss Sunshine. And, uh, uh, it's kind I, of a funny story. Is another one that they did. But what you're saying, and I agree with, um, with say a Black Panther. Because he was introduced in Civil War, we already got like kind of the fundamental of who this character is. Yeah, and that and that and also with that uh, Civil War showing Black Panther, we got hints of like the kind of place, like the setting that he's from. Yeah, and that lent that movie sort of this uh, a whole another level of um, like mystery and and wonder. Um, with Captain Marvel, we get I, I mean, so far as we've known prior to this movie coming out. We know that she's basically just like the superhero, that, like the Superman, essentially, for lack of a better word, that's going to beat Thanos, like in no time at all. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, yeah. And so, I, I don't know. It's I hard guess, to wait. This movie, we really, it's hard. Yeah, it is because we only because we're living in the current now. Like we only have to really deal with this movie for two months to see how it feeds into everything. Yeah. Because after that, then we'll see. There'll be a Captain Marvel too, and we'll yeah. maybe we'll flesh out more of what goes on with her. Yeah, but, I would. I, I think. I think, sh- like, people are gonna love her even more. Like, uh, people love her now. I think she's gonna get an even bigger reception once after Endgame. Let's just say, like, if you think this is the worst movie ever, you're wrong. But if yeah. you think this is the best movie. Better than you're like Casablanca. Wrong. You're yeah. also wrong. It's a. It's a movie. It's yeah. fine. I gave it a B. It's a perfectly middle of the road Marvel yeah. movie. Like. It's 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 just like a solid older like Ant Man like it's like on par yes. with like and I love yeah, some Ant Man with Ant Man like and like Iron Man three yeah. it's like you know it's there perfectly middle of the road like it wouldn't be my first like if somebody's like let's watch a superhero movie it uh-huh. wouldn't be my first choice it wouldn't be my second choice I don't remember if we did this on air but we were talking about like how do we watch these movies now maybe we watch this one after. Uh, Captain America: The First Adventure. Yeah, so that's another thing is I would love to put like either put one together or see, uh, like a sort of a chronological yeah. timeline of like the order that people tend to watch the movies in. But um, I, yeah, dude, I agree. I think we're on the same page with this. It's a movie. It's good. It's fine. Um, and I can't wait for Endgame. <laughs> that's what I'm at with it. Yeah. I'm not going to see it again in theaters, but that's not a knock on movie. I rarely see movies twice. I think I got confused too. I mean, this might be a slight spoiler, but like, I thought the scrolls were always bad. Yeah. That, well, I know that's the thing I'm trying to avoid because it is a big spoiler thing. No, there are good scrolls and there's bad scrolls. Okay. We're very programmed to think they're bad because of this event called Secret Invasion. Yeah. And all the Fantastic Four stuff, they're always a villain. But just like uh, humans, like man, we got some Super good humans, scrolls. we got some bad humans. That's true. They, I can't say it even more. Th- that's, that's all fine. we can say without spoilers. There's, there's good people, there's bad people, there's good scrolls, there's bad scrolls. Um, and then the, I want to say Navi, but that's not this movie. Uh, who? What were the race of people? The Cree. The Cree. I always thought the Cree were bad too. Like, no, oh. I always thought they were good. Really? And then I had to backtrack. I'm like, nope, there are good people, there are okay. bad people. There are good okay. people, there are bad. Right. The, also, at the same time, I've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they've yeah. very been programming that Kree are bad. Really? Yeah. They've had Kree since, like, season one. Oh, yeah, I guess they have. Yeah. Man, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I think I watched the first two seasons and then I gave up. Yeah, I just really like Chloe Bennett. That's why I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. It's a movie. It's um, a movie. It, it's got me... Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dan hasn't been with us this entire time because he hasn't he, seen it. He, yeah, Dan is a new dad, and it's hard for him to get these movies, but he will see it, yeah. even if we have to watch it together. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, which kind of leads us into the next bit of discussion this morning. Like as a recording, oh gosh, yeah. we got uh surprise, uh, Avengers Endgame trailer and poster. Yes, dude. Um, oh my that's goodness. probably going to be, if I had to guess, that's probably the final theatrical poster. It better be, or no, well, better, I hope they don't do any more trailers. I was really yeah. happy with how this trailer worked. I had some, there's things I don't like about the, the trailer and maybe some things about the movie, but I was really pleased. Like, you know what? They didn't show me too much. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, uh, I think it's probably for the, it was probably from the other trailer, but I read a thing that said the, it's all the footage is from the first like 15 minutes of the movie. I've heard, I've also heard that, yeah. Um, I would hesitate to think that the, that for this one, that that's still the case because they've got the, if you haven't watched the trailer, you're crazy. Yeah, just watch it. We can spoil a trailer. Yeah, um, like when they show up with all the, like they're, the whole, like they're all wearing the same suit. That I don't like. I don't like that suit. What? Guardian of the Galaxy. Oh, uh, Dan's saying that's from the comics that they have this suit. I didn't like the like way all that... the Avengers wear that suit in the in Guardians of the Galaxy from two runs ago. Or... Oh, really? Uh, okay, so it's matching like the guard. So I would guess that's the Bendis run of the comics. Yeah. Um. But I think I remember that. I think that was pretty. That was spoiled for me because I I follow the action figure line and they've been, oh yeah they they've showed been, that. That's the best place to find spoilers for stuff like that. Really is. There's one spoiler the toy releases that Lego did that I'm not even going to talk yeah. about, but I'm really excited. I hope this happens in the movie. I just don't like the look of it. I hope that they quickly get out of this. It's not even enough to make me like mad. I just I'm like this is to sell toys, isn't it? <laughs> it did kind of look that way. They're um, selling toys. Yeah, but yeah, so it. <laughs> You gotta think that that's, that's gotta be after, like, Tony shows up. Yeah, that's the other thing, like, in my head, in my head fiction of how this is going, like, like Tony Stark's gonna be in the Tony's space gonna for a come back, time. they're gonna have, you know, they're gonna spend an hour trying to figure out, you know, with him, what happened to him, what happened to them, how they're gonna, uh-huh. beat Thanos, and then he, and then he's gonna go, everybody needs some new threads. Yeah. And then he's gonna make suits for everybody. So I saw those, that picture of them in their suits, um, and hey, I'm Dan. Hey, Dan. Um, <laughs> nice for you to join us. He's, he went away. Now and he's back. I, uh, I assumed it was somehow they get in contact with Tony. And that could be. They're the, going to get him. No, because they just freeze frame. Tony's with them. Oh, uh, was he? Yeah, I didn't see. Dude, I didn't I've just been that. looking at Instagram freeze frames. He's with them in that hangar. So that's what, that's kind of the sucky thing about the trailer. So we already know that Tony gets back to Earth because you also see Nebula there too. That's the other giveaway. Nebula mm. was with them. I definitely remember from seeing that first time. The first time I saw the trailer, I'm like, is Thor's hammers different from seeing stills? No, it's still that axe thing. The tree, like the, the, tree, the one that he... The Groot tree thing? Dan has a... Yeah. I can't see it, dude. Yes. yes. Groot, yeah. Um, what was that one called again? Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. It's similar to it, uh, but it looks more Groot-like, but in... The pictures I saw, it looks more streamlined. It's not as Groot-like. It's still an axe. But I don't know. It's hard to see with that. But no, it's not a double-sided. It's a hammer on one side, axe on the other. I love Gimli's axe. It's different. Yeah, right. Thor probably couldn't wield Gimli's hammer. Um, But yeah, so that the trailer spoiled. I mean, it's not even a spoiler. You, you know it's going to happen, that Tony gets back to Earth or he gets back with the Avengers. The yeah. trailer to me that was surprising is very like Hawkeye focused. We see a yeah. a girl that could be Kate Bishop. Um, Kate Bishop is Hawkeye in her own right, and the Matt Fraction run 
awesome character. They are not in the comics father and daughter, but seemingly that was what they might be doing, which I'd be fine with. The, the movies definitely take liberties. That's one I'd be okay with if it's his daughter. Uh, one thing I... There's only two things I didn't like. I said the spacesuits. I hate Hawkeye's haircut, guys. I hate it. I yeah, a lot of people Everything do. about that haircut. <laughs> a lot of people do. It's... I... Somebody on the internet's like, oh, uh, Clint Bar- Barton's barber must not have made the cut. See, it's a double pun. Like, got snapped. <laughs> uh, that, that. Must have stopped. Oh my gosh. How funny would that be if that was a scene in the movie where he's getting a haircut and like he's got the, the, the clippers and he. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. I think. Mid I think we saw the scenes, him trying to teach his daughter how to be an archer. She disappears right then. Yeah. I think that's probably what it would do. But yeah, I didn't think about that too. Like maybe, uh, Jeremy Renner's gonna die. Cause we, that we're really thinking that, uh, Chris Evans is gonna die. Maybe Tony Stark. I can't think of his name. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, we don't know for certain. We're all that's all speculating. Trailer didn't say anything like that. Yeah, I did. And I also did like aside from like the suit thing, they didn't really show a ton of stuff that we yep. didn't already. I mean, we got you know Scott Lang is out of the quantum uh, realm. Yeah, I so, love I love me some Scott Lang. Yeah, so we got to figure he's out in how. It. I'm interested to see how he does that. Yeah. Um. There's not a whole lot to say. They really relied yeah. on older footage. Yeah. Which this movie's totally earned it, dude. It's like. Yeah, they don't, and they don't need to release trailer. Yeah. Like, uh, everybody, it's gonna make two billion dollars. Like. Yeah. They don't need to advertise, like, Star Wars. Like, they don't, they really don't need to. Star Wars is another movie. One of the marketing. I'm surprised the movie that would be if Star Wars was just like, the trailer was just like, November 23rd. See you there. Well, it's gonna be December. Yeah. <laughs> so they're probably gonna come out with the first trailer for, Episode nine, I would assume at celebration, which I will be at, gentlemen. Are you? Yes. Oh, dude, That's I've got awesome. it for that that day. If if I can get in the panel, I will. But I'm thinking they'll just probably yeah. release it too at the same time. Yeah, what I was th- thinking either that or they just shadow drop it like with I, Avengers. My, my speculation is they do it the week before celebration. That way, all the banners and stuff will have the name of it and it won't get spoiled preemptively. Yeah. I think it will be slightly before it. Mm-hmm. But only slightly. Just the name. I think the name will. The trailer probably will be dropped out there. They, uh, we jumped into Star Wars. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I could see them doing a title reveal. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's and what then, I'm thinking. Yeah, and title reveal. Kind of like they did it with the Last Jedi, where they had like just a thing that revealed the title. Yeah. And then a couple months later, but it was I, the. But yeah, I did the math. It came out like a month ago, relative to the time. So yeah. if we were living in now, the new title would have came out like last month. Mm. And then the celebration at the same time. I think they'll say the name like a week or so before the celebration. Trailer drop on that day. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. I can see it. Because Avengers comes out after celebration. So I think that's where it's flawed. We're not going to wait till the... We'll definitely see the Star Wars trailer at Avengers. Yeah. But we'll, we'll being nerds, we'll have seen that trailer a million times <laughs> before we're in the theaters watching Avengers. Yeah. It's exciting, dudes. There's a lot of movies coming out. Very exciting time. Um. This this year, very exciting. Uh, I don't know. There's yeah. there's a Spider Man movie coming. Oh gosh, there is a Spider Man movie coming. Uh, speaking of Jake, speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, I finally watched Velvet Buzz Buzzsaw. Yeah, what a weird movie. Very I weird. I I don't know how I feel. And about I go, that. I usually go in for that kind of shit, but I, I it just never quite. It, I mean, it's from the same team that made Nightcrawler. And I like Nightcrawler. I love Nightcrawler. And I was kind of expecting it to get its hooks in me that same way. It'd be kind of like a creepy slow burn yeah. thing. And it really, 
It really wasn't. It was really just kind of bizarre. And I, I mean, full spoilers. I think quite, my problem was that, you or always, it wasn't bizarre enough. You I always guess. need some character that seems redeemable, and that movie didn't seem. To have yeah, it. no, yeah. it really didn't. Yeah, you need a character like, oh, they're good. The best character, like the most redeemable character, would have probably been the girl from Stranger Things, the assistant. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, because spoiler, she was fine. <laughs> Yeah, I kept yeah. thinking, like, she's too old to be that. And I look her up, like, no, she's no, not. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not 16. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I saw that movie, too. You talking yeah. about Nancy? Yes, Nancy. Nance. You got a Nancy pop around here? No, I don't, I don't have many Stranger Things pops. Who are you? Dan. <laughs> I bet you got 11 with the Egos, though. I do have 11 with Egos. As do I. The Stranger Things book came out. I didn't read it, but my buddies been giving me the breakdown of it. What book? There's this in-canon Stranger Things book. It's a prequel to Eleven's mom when she's first going through the program. Oh, that's And then the next one's going to be about Harper and his daughter. Oh, man. In-canon. Uh, but uh, I'm not going to read them. Yeah. Nice. Interesting. Um, Oscars happened. They did. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't even uh, do the recap. <laughs> I don't think we did a recap last year at all. I think Dan and I may have, like... We didn't. We didn't even but bring it up. I think by the time we recorded, I think it was, like... August, like two months out. It was, no, it was it was even longer than that. It was almost the end of last summer, I think. And like, did you guys watch the Oscars? I did not. No, I did. Because there was no. I heard it was nice without the the host. It, it actually cool. was. Yeah, yeah, it actually was. Um, I think it's egregious that Bohemian Rhapsody won anything. I don't know. Randy Malik was good. I mean, that I could see, but the editing, dude. Yeah, like editing. editing. I literally just watched a video about why the editing is bad. In Bohemian yeah, it has to do with the producing. Like all the members, like we need equal screen time. Well, no, it's not that. It's just like the whoever decided like on the cuts is like has no sense of pacing. Yeah. Or uh, like emotional thrust. Like there's so many pointless cuts. Like they said in the scene in the scene where kind of sort of towards the beginning where like right after they go to the to Mike Myers. Yeah, and then uh, and then it's like the band, and then Littlefinger. They kind of like sit down. Was it like outside? This outside eating? area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I saw. They said thing. like that scene is like a hundred and four sec, like a hundred and four seconds, and there are like sixty eight cuts. That's insane. And then this video is like, there's a fight scene in Transformers: The Last Night that lasts one hundred and thirty six seconds and has thirty less cuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has twice the average sh- sh- shot length. As this scene of four people sitting down at a table, <laughs> yeah, talking. Dude, like, I, I can wrap my brain around seeing Rami Malek being Freddie Mercury winning the Oscar. That, but the yeah. editing seemed egregious to me. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I didn't see many other ones, so I couldn't be like. Yeah, and I went to see Green Book. My girlfriend and I went to see Green Book uh, yeah. a couple of days after the Oscars, and it's not good. Like, it's legitimately just not a good movie. Damn. Like, like, so all three of us missed. Original screenplay yeah. and best yeah. movie, yeah. which both were Green Book. Yeah. Damn. It doesn't deserve either of those. Green Book was part of one of the Regal digital download things, yeah. but like I never even saw it in theaters. Really? Like I like I don't think Regal. I don't Regal think Regal. I don't it. think Regal had it. The one in Deerfield, I think, did, but I don't think Wilder yeah. did. Um. But yeah. I saw it in I saw it in Oakley. So. Um, so Ben got best director, correct? Nice. Um. And I got best actress, correct? Did you? Yeah. See, that's why you, I told you it was all about their personality. I can't Movie believe skills. Olivia. Oh, Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Can't believe Glenn Close didn't win. What is going on? And uh, Frankie got 
best adapted, correct? Of course, I knew. What I pick and best actor. <laughs> I told pick, you, Rami uh, Malek was good. Pick KKK for best adapted. Yeah, that was awesome when that one. Did you? <laughs> oh, you guys didn't watch? Spike yeah. Lee like leapt into Samuel L. Jackson's arms. Nice. It's <laughs> hysterical. Nice. So I guess Frankie and the Oscars tied for winning this year. I won. Well, you tied with the Academy. I won last year too. Yeah, yeah. I think you did win. last I'm so year. good at this. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw like none of the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Fake news. Um, I'm just excited. The most exciting thing for me at the Oscars this year was Spider Verse winning. Oh, so best happy with that feature! And it's coming out on 4K next week. Uh, I did the voodoo thing where you buy it digitally and you get it mailed to you. So I I watched it again. No, I, I, I started watching wait. it. I I didn't finish it. That's why I didn't put it on Letterbox. I um. I'm going to be on vacation next week, so I'm not going to be able to get it until I get back. But I'm, I mean, I'm happy to be on, on the, on the beach next week, but also I want to own that movie so bad. <laughs> Sunflower. That and then I think Aquaman comes out the following week. Hmm. Like the 26th. That's also one that you can, uh, disc to digital. I yeah. have not though, cause I'm like, hmm. I decided, yeah. I decided I think I'm going to get Aquaman because. The completionist it's me needs to get so, it. Well, the thing is about it is that it's just so, like, I just found it so absurdly entertaining. I felt that I felt the same way about Aquaman as I felt about Alita: Battle Angel. Is like oh, I didn't see that. They're not good movies, but like objectively, they're not good. But yeah, they're just so stupidly entertaining, <laughs> like from start to finish. And I just can't. You, something about both of them, I just can't help but not think about them. It's that shirtless Jason Momoa he gets us <laughs> yeah. all, man. Uh so, <laughs> it gets us. So I gotta get. I gotta get. Said that it once. One. I'll say it again. I would hang out with Aquaman, Jason Momoa, and Cal Drogo. They're the same guy. <laughs> what about what about Conan the Barbarian? Yeah, he also was that younger one. Nah, that's fair. Nah, screw that guy. Screw Arnold that wants guy. to come back and play him in another reboot. They Arnold should totally likes to retire. Nah, man. Terminator Arnold. Genesis. Yeah, but they're doing another Terminator now. Exactly. Is it going to be another soft reboot as the last like three movies? Pretty much, yeah. I think it's I just like going to ignore. Did, Did you? you? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with you? Probably because like, I hadn't really seen the other ones before that week that we went and saw Genesis. I liked Salvation originally, but I've since matured and seen the error of my Is ways. that the one with the guy? It's the like... one with Christian Bale I and have... not Arnold my... well, I have not changed my error. It's not that I love that movie, but I liked it. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Isn't there one with the same kid that plays uh, John McClane's son? Yeah, that's yeah, Salvation. That's... Isn't it? No, that's Genesis. Ah, I get them confused. Genesis? Yeah. No, Genesis had... Uh... No, Genesis had Jai Courtney. That's who you're thinking of. I get confused also oh, with the, thinking of him, the Salvation guy. They're very similar looking. Terminator Salvation had... So I'm thinking of Salvation. Terminator I Salvation had was... Christian Bale. Batman? And, yeah. Had nah. Cr- that was the movie that he got in trouble yep. for yelling at the crew guy. Good yeah. for you. Um, and he then, says that. In it. Yeah. Uh, it was the it was Christian Bale. That and, one was uh, terrible. Not Jai Courtney. I no, always get these guys Sam, mixed up. It's another androgynous white dude. Sam, Sam Worthington. All Sam, white guys look the same. Maybe to me. I'm thinking Sam, Sam Worthington. Worthington. Is it Sam Worthington? I don't know. Yeah, Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington sounds right. It could be any name. He's in Avatar. Also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He that was Salvation like, was terrible. He was in a lot he of. He was, was like just annoying. Yeah. I, I need to rewatch this because I'm like, movie's fun. He was the star of like I a lot of Dark Knight before. <laughs> right. 
He was the star of a lot of like huge movies for like ten years ago. Yeah, and now he's like never in anything. Was he Captain Boomerang or was that? That was Jai Courtney. Oh Jai Courtney also is no longer in anything following Suicide Squad. Good riddance. R.I.P. That guy never needed a career. But why? Danny Targaryen so was in Genesis, right? Yeah, I like yeah. her as an actress, but just seemed too jarring. Changing her from Linda Carter or not Linda Carter? What's her name? Linda Hamilton. Like, Linda Carter. I'm like Linda that's Carter would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. So this is gonna be a soft reboot again with Linda God, Hamilton. Yeah. She's coming back. Yeah, she looks awesome. There have been pictures. I can only hope they recreate that opening scene like they have so many times with the with the, like, the boot in- coming down and crushing the Terminator head. No, maybe. Or the helicopter coming down and then it's like a boot coming Like in the original one, they're like warrior punks. And then oh, in yeah. Genesis, they like updated them to be oh, like skater yeah, kids. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, they yeah. will in this next one. It seems weird to retread that. They should. Make them hipsters this Well, time. that was the point of Genesis was almost to be like a, like a spoof of the first movie. Yeah. Uh, it worked. No, it didn't. No, it it failed miserably. Because they introduced, like, I mean, that was just another, like, way they, they did time travel with it, I guess. Yeah. Like, you gotta go back to... We gotta go to 2017. Yeah. It's because, two the trailers ruined the John, um... Yeah. 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 They ruined the John Connor twist. John Connor twist. He's a bad guy? Like, what yeah. are you doing, movie? Why'd you tell me this? That would have been a lot cooler. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh... Just watch The Warriors. <laughs> Classic. Um, so hopefully it's good. <laughs> that's not coming for a while though, right? I don't know. They had like on set photos maybe this year, maybe um, next year early. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, have you seen this Tolkien movie that's coming out? I didn't watch the trailer, but I've heard about it. I purposely avoided it. Yeah, there's not much to go on. It's, I mean, it's not going to do, it's not going to be anything crazy special. November 22nd. For, for Terminator? Terminator? Nice. Do they have a title yet, or is it still uh, Terminator Untitled? So I hope I, I, I hope, hope, I hope that's that. not. Yeah. Oh no, I hope it stays that way. Um, but November, like that's they got to be coming out with like trailers. Soon. It was originally supposed to be July twenty sixth, but they're like, oh, Spider Man comes out around then. We got to yeah. stop. <laughs> um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator movie will fix the franchise. Yeah, we'll see about that. We will see Arnold. Um, Focus too much time on time travel last time. This time it will be simpler. <laughs> Good. Um, Schwarzenegger out. But the Tolkien movie just is blah. Well, I mean, it like the visuals look cool. Um, and it's kind of a it's very much like a teaser. Uh, the preview that's out now. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like it's. I think it's going to be about like his time in the war. Okay. Uh, and then sort of the like the horrors he witnessed and the feelings he felt that led him to create Lord of the Rings. Um, you get the sense that, like, you know, he was inspired to tell a story about, you know, brotherhood, fellowship, you know, yeah. triumph over evil. And because um, he witnessed all of those things when in his time, you know, his time during the war. World War One, the trench war, man. So there's a cool shot at the end of the trailer where he, you know, presumably him, it could be any any guy. Um, gets like, you know, knocked over or is on the ground, like in this, you know, middle of, you know, this battlefield. And there's like this massive explosion, like going off in the background. And like he gets up and he stands up and he watches the explosion. And like as the fire rises, like it forms like the eye of Sauron. 
Ooh. Um, Ooh. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and it's extremely subtle. Like You, you gotta, got me back, man. Yeah, you got to be got watching me back. Me closely. But, um, <laughs> His best friend's name was Gimli? <laughs> oh, that's too far. Well, I mean, that's pretty much all we get is like a couple of lines from him and presumably like whoever's playing his wife, a little bit of dialogue, and then... Wasn't it an Olsen? Or am I thinking wrong? I don't know. It might be. Um, I don't really know who's in it. I think Nicholas Holt is playing... Nicholas Holt. They keep shoving him down my throat. All, like, that's all I know about like, it. I'm and, not... then, and it's coming out in like May. Okay. That's all I know. Well, um, it's not Avengers, so I don't care. Yeah, it's not Avengers, and I, I doubt, like, it's not going to be, like, putting it out, like, Memorial Day, it's not going to be an awards Speaking of Nicholas thing, Holt, but... though, did you watch the X-Men trailer? Uh, Dark oh, Phoenix? there was a new Dark Phoenix trailer. Yeah, there was. That and was, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, but we didn't no, do a podcast. I, I don't think I did watch it. It sucks, man. Does it? I mean, it's just, like, why this movie come out? It spoils, oh, maybe I did, did. It spoils the death, like... Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Jennifer Lawrence wants out. <laughs> she wants out of these movies. I'm going to replace her with like, we, So, the director spoke on that. Yeah. Um, and he said, trust me, there's a lot more death that wasn't ruined. <laughs> That's oh good. It's his so, first time directing. I think he's basically just going to kill everyone. He, I mean, it's a movie, it's a lose-lose because Marvel is in the process of buying Fox. It's going to happen any day. Yeah. This movie's the last remnants of old old guard. Yeah. Yeah. They could kill all, everybody and then just days of future past them back. <laughs> they did that once. And then... Hopefully, uh, Endgame has an X-Men trailer, or like tease, or Fantastic Four tease. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd be interested to see if they set up anybody new that we've never seen before. And, yeah. Um, I'm all for the fan casting of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Yes, dude, all day. 100%. Who would play, who would play the, the thing and Johnny Storm to the God. two of them? Who is a bigger dude right now? Doesn't even have the bigger CG that. You just have to be like 100% boss. M- Mark Wahlberg. You could do Mark <laughs> Wahlberg, dude. I mean, I don't know if he's charismatic enough. He's Gosh. very one note. Let's do The Rock. <laughs> Let's screw Question it. Time. Ooh, The Rock for the thing would yes, be pretty cool. Yes, The Rock cool. for the thing would be cool. Uh, Wahlberg. Johnny Storm, we need a young, like, good-looking guy. Mark Wahlberg. Nice. Honestly, Tom Holland would have been good. <laughs> Tom Holland? That, but, uh, Can't believe it's not Butterfield. Ace of Butterfield, yeah, we go. got Coming it. back. He, got, go. he has to get more ripped. I'm back on the bus. They're going to know. They're going to do, like, that. Zac Efron or somebody. Zac for Efron would be great. Man, um, that is gold. <laughs> just, yeah, I could see just, them doing... You need a cocky, arrogant guy, yeah. Like, imagine them doing, like... The like the prestige, the prestige, no. and actual like good talent that John Krasinski and Emily Blunt have versus like the Baywatch dude bro shit that The Rock and Zac Efron will bring to it, and oh then they gosh. put that in like the first family dynamic. Well, that and, might actually be good. Well, and we have Franklin and Vieira, their do- son and daughter. Like we already have it. They, I have this whole. I don't Michael know if B. I talked Jordan. about this in. Okay, I have this whole theory. Honestly, give him a second chance. Mike Sears fine. Well, Michael he can. He's Michael, uh. He's Killmonger. Okay, so this I know we're, I'm derailing your show, but I would love if in the '60s we etro- retroactively talk about this. Like, there's a memoriam in the Avengers Endgame. Like, remember when this family went off in the space, and they seemingly their, oh. their space shuttle blew up, but it didn't blow up. It went into different dimensions, so they've been gone all this time, and then they show back up, and it is Krasinski, it is Emily Blunt, it's these crazy. people, and they have a son and daughter, Franklin and Valeria yeah. Richards. And they've been doing off stuff in, they haven't aged because they've been doing stuff in the negative zone. Like, I think that'd be cool because then their movie could be like a silver age, like, 
because it's the Silver Age technology. Cool. Yeah. I would love that. I like, if Disney's listening, have that for free. Do it. <laughs> like, just do that. <laughs> Take movie. everything else for us. Um, that would be cool, though. Anyway, like, they would and blow everybody's minds by not only doing that, but also introducing the negative zone. Yeah. Um, would be. As, like, the next, Because like, that's how you thing. do it now. Like, just in the background. Like, in memorial. Remember when this, the, the Richard family and his fiance Sue Storm, they went off in space and tragically. Well, I mean, yeah, it could yeah. be, like, legitimately, like, on the TV in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's your end credit scene is them coming back out of the negative zone. Yeah. Like, what happened? So is there an actor or actress that Marvel could cast as a main character that would would make you stop? Stop, stop. Like, like, watching like the just, movies? You're just done. Yeah. Uh, Probably Tommy Wiseau. Well, <laughs> Tommy Wiseau would be... If it. they cast Tommy Wiseau as, like, a big one, I probably wouldn't see it. But if they gave him, like... They could make him a villain. Like a villain a good, or like... A, especially a Spider-Man. <laughs> some like secondary character. Yeah, I bet your ass. For me, they'd have to take out an established character and replace him with someone I don't like. Yeah. They, you can add anyone because I just figure like, oh... It's, it's, who's the who's the guy that used to be fat and nice, skinny that was in Superbad? Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill. I, I'd, I'd be done. No, Jonah Hill could pull it off. <laughs> nah, he couldn't. Honestly, I might be done if they cast Michael Sarah. I love so, Michael Sarah, but not for any of this. Michael Sierra, Jesse Eisenberg. No same, secret. Same there. person. Same person. Yeah. Um legitimately watching the social network. Yeah. Um, when you're like ten minutes in and they start putting people's names on the screen and his name came up. That was one. This was in theaters. One, the moment I realized Michael Sierra wasn't in the movie. <laughs> and two, they were two different people. <laughs> and three <clears throat> Jesse Eisenberg's sister was the Pepsi girl. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of research and coming out of nowhere. <laughs> but I did a lot of research on that. Michael Sierra thinks it's hilarious. And yeah. like, apparently Jesse Eisenberg like hates Michael Sierra's guts because of it. Oh, my God. They like, need to be on Saturday Night Live together. Je- I think Jesse Eisenberg's full of himself. I think Michael Sierra is, is fine. But Rest of Development, new season's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, soon. And right. Zombieland 2 is coming out. <laughs> been filming I can't out wait there. to get a trailer for that. Me too. Um, I Yeah, I was just thinking, like, as you were saying that, Dan, I think Social Network is my, like, peak Jesse Eisenberg. Wasn't like, that, every like, time I think of him, I think of that movie. Yeah. Equals was pretty good. I think that's what it was called. Where it's, like, a dystopian future. I don't think oh, no, that. yeah. I think, and, like, yeah. somebody, like, looks exactly like him. Yeah. They should have cast Michael Sierra. That would, that would have been great. Or you know it would be good if they cast Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg in like a buddy cop. Twenty one jump street type. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I might actually do this someday. <laughs> He's writing it down. Pen to paper. Okay, do we want to quickly talk about Aladdin? <laughs> oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I rushed to watch that tra- that new trailer before we started and we haven't so even talked about the it. The last teaser, a lot of hate online because sorry, I played for two with Dan. Um because the genie looked terrible. It looked like a CG monster. What yeah. was going on? His head did not match the body. This one, there was still a little bit of that. But overall, I think it was better than the teaser. Yeah, overall, you got to, you know, there was, they dropped the genie in to get, to show people what he would look like. To give people that taste. Yeah. But what they needed to do is show, like, just how, like, what kind of, give a little bit more context to that character. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they did a really good job of showing that in yeah. this trailer. Without giving a whole lot away, 
they just teased him enough to, or showed him enough to be like, you know, you're going to get tastes of like some of the classic stuff, but he's also like, you know, silly and he's over the top. And so it makes sense. He's still Will Smith about it. Yeah. He's still Will Smith about it. Um, I, I am worried about the music. I've frankly, I've been worried about the music this whole time. Like even before they cast Will Smith. Well, they answered. They're at least going to do some of the songs. Well, yeah, it's not just that. I just don't know how I, you know, how I feel about Will Smith doing, you know, uh, Fresh Prince over, you know, the classic. <laughs> Will Smith, like music. five years ago, ten years ago, could do no wrong. But yeah. lately, man, ever since After Earth, <laughs> yeah, he's ever since Shark shot Tale. the bell. Shark Tale, you think? Shark Tale's a classic. I thought people like Shark Tale. People even like Hitch. He was still okay. But like his YouTube venture, like he and yeah, Suicide like, Squad. He was a he's the biggest he, like at once upon a time the biggest movie star in the world, and you know was making the highest paid actor. And now he's like, he's on YouTube. He, nobody wants to make movies with him. Anymore. There's a bigger thing with that. YouTube allows a creator to put content out on their schedule. Yeah. That I, I think that's actually the future. I think. You think? Yeah. Creator curated, like they get to make things on their own terms. Because think about Will Smith. He gets to make like one or two movies a year, and then he has to like sit around. Like that sucks. Yeah. This way, it's an outlet. I'll give you an example. Of someone who's doing it amazingly, Jack Black. Jack Black oh. is killing it with Jablinski Games. The difference is. Will Smith looks too polished. It looks too professional. And yeah. YouTube pe- people are still wanting, and I'm doing quote t- quote marks because it's a podcast. They want authenticity with their content. Uh, Jack Black looks like it's authentic, even though like as a guy and Ben know this too. Like you can see behind the scenes, like it's very edited. It's edited well. The ca- sometimes the guy working the camera knows what he's doing. Yeah, but it still seems authentic because there's a lot of like Jack Black being goofy has a big bushy beard food in his beard it seems more authentic <laughs> will smith's was just polished from the get-go he's yeah. got a new tv show who? who does will smith does he new tv show yeah it's called will smith's bucket list oh oh really yeah. is, it, is it is it like on travel channel or something where he goes around and i don't does know what it's on mm. it might be on like roku or something hmm. i don't know i've seen ads for it uh yeah, it's just him going around doing stuff that he's never done before i guess well yeah i know that when he did that he did that collaboration with the yes the yes theory guys where he jumped uh out of a helicopter into lava (laughs) into uh the grand canyon yeah uh like the the lead up to that was like him talking about you know the reason i decided i wanted to do this with you guys is because i really you know i saw some of your videos i really like what you stand for and i think like with this uh like by making this jump um, I think it's a big, th- you know, it's a big thing for me personally because I want to start doing things that challenge me more. Yeah. And um, so that so that was kind of why he accepted their challenge to go jump into the. I think I saw the thumbnail for that, but I never watched. I got a little burnt out. On it was pretty cool. I mean, I, it's just him and a lot of people like watching, and then him getting into a helicopter, and then okay, you know, bungee jumping out of it into the Grand Canyon. Um. And, uh, you know, afterwards talking about, you know, the power of, you know, you can do anything you set your mind to. Sometimes you got to do things that scare you. That's the thing. Will Smith, even on his YouTube channel, very positive message. It, just, yeah. it wasn't resonating with people because it seemed too forced. Will Smith, I think, is a genuinely good guy. I don't yeah. Know. But I, he's getting a lot of his hate now. And I've always been with this movie, given the benefit of the doubt. Like, we right. can't have Robin Williams again because... One, that wouldn't be fun to do, just the rehash. Yeah. And two, he's passed, unfortunately. Right. And if we're going to do a movie again, I Will Smith, I think, has honored 
Robin Williams every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I there's an argument to uh, why is this movie being made? I don't know. That's that's the argument you should money. make. Not like they shouldn't have cast Will Smith. If they're gonna cast anyone, it's like Will Smith or what, Jim Carrey? Like what are we gonna do? Right, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, we, we I'm were, sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it'll be no worse than any of the other Isn't live Isn't Guy Ritchie, though? Yeah. That Guy Ritchie's like great. He, he's great, but did that look like Guy Ritchie movie to you? We were talking. No. It looks like a Bollywood meets Assassin's Creed movie. Well, yeah. So I think, you know, we'll find out when, when it comes out. But, uh, you know, Guy Ritchie's really known for, like, quippy dialogue, uh-huh. um, like, really kinetic, like, action scenes and stuff. And so I could see his talent shining brightest in like the chase scenes. Yeah. And some of the parkour stuff that we got a taste of there. Parkour. Um So I, I I'm sure there will be glimpses, kinda like the King Arthur movie, where, you know, you're like, Oh, that's that's classic guy Richie. But you know, and the my problem with the King the King Arthur movie was that it was just a little too like crazy. I didn't see um, it. I think it was a little, it was almost too high fantasy, I think. Oh. Uh, um, and I don't know. The, and I didn't think the acting was very good either. But anyway, um, well. yeah, with this one, uh, with Aladdin, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, they kind of, sha- maybe they shackled him into a template a little bit. Or maybe they really let him do his thing. And so oh, we, yeah. we won't really know that for sure until we find out, you know, until we see it. So Yeah. I'm gonna see it. I don't know who they picked as Aladdin. I think they could have picked someone better. But well, and again, we'll see too because that you know almost none of the cast have been in anything. Like, uh, she was in the Power Ranger movie. Oh, Jasmine. that's right, she wasn't. Yeah, she was yeah. in Pink Ranger. Um, Will Smith was in lots of stuff. Well, and I think the <laughs> and I think the kid that's playing Aladdin, and the kids that's playing Jafar, I think are both were both in things, but not really yeah. in things that we've seen. Well, the voice actor for the carpet was the original voice actor. There was no voice. Dang, that's funny. Ben thought it was funny, Frankie. I don't like your humor. <laughs> I'm selling your couch. Oh no, you should not sell this couch. Um, I, and like I, I, I will say, I, th- I think they said they're getting Gilbert Godfrey back for the parrot. Are we Gross. allowed to forgive him? I thought he did something that made everyone mad. He no, he just existed. No, he didn't. <laughs> he just existed. He, no, he did something either racist, anti-Semi. I don't know. I'm sure he did. I. How recent was that? So I feel like he's Five. been doing shit like that in his whole career. <clears throat> Probably comedians do that kind of stuff. It's shock and awe, but I've never liked him or Polly Shore. <laughs> he's got a really terrible nine eleven show. Who Polly Shore? <laughs> no, Gilbert no, Godfrey. no, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh and he told it on I think uh that it's on Netflix. It's the Jeff uh Jeff Ross and um Ah uh, shit. Jeff Ross and uh Dave Attell have a like a three part special on Netflix. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I think it's called Bumping Mics. Oh boy! And <laughs> they, it's basically a two man stand up show, and uh, the three parts are like they did a Friday show, a Saturday show, and a Sunday show. And um, <laughs> uh, I think in the Saturday show, uh, Gilbert Gottfried is there, and um, I'm pretty sure he tells his nine eleven show, <laughs> and because they because they bring it up, they're like. Gilbert, I thought the funniest thing you ever did was the 9-11 joke. <laughs> He's like, oh, God. And people in the crowd are like, no. Don't do it. And then he tells it, and then it gets like a... I'll have like, to watch it. It's probably a joke you don't want to repeat. <laughs> yeah, or no. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if if it's not in that special... I mean, that special's worth watching on its own merits. But um, if it's not there, then just look it up. That, the Latin thing was a big thing that happened this week. 
talking about Captain Marvel. It's we're just yeah, right now. We're, we're in the waiting period for Endgame. We're in the yeah. Endgame now. <laughs> Doctor Strange said. Uh, movies coming out. Um, I well, um, Captive State I think is coming out this week. Um, uh, interested to see. Um, there's one coming out to the Esquire called Climax. Gaspar Noe's new movie. Oh man. Uh, it's supposed to be crazy. challenging and crazy. You know, else is really coming to Esquire? Space Jam. Really? Yeah, the redo. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I put. I'm interested. I might go. <laughs> I don't have a show that night. <laughs> um, and what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, have you bought anything recently? Um, the Harry Potter movie. That one came. Oh, Grindelwald. Yeah, Terrible. just just out of collector's sake. Yeah, that's um, fair. Spider Verse. I bought. It'll come when it. I I've been doing the just the digital thing. I think I mentioned it where you yeah you can get it digitally and then when it comes out they just mail you the 4K Blu-ray. That's from Walmart, right? Yeah, it's Voodoo. thirty it's thirty dollars, but you get the digital. It's maybe a few dollars more than if you just waited for the 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, and the the thing that I'm noticing is I don't even open up the 4K Blu-ray. Really? Because I have the digital code, and I think I can reuse the digital code. I might have double digital codes. I don't know how this works. Um, but yeah, the latest one I bought was the the Grindelwald. Gotcha. Well, yeah, I mean that. That uh, that physical is still worth owning because I mean you're gonna get the best 4K return. Yeah, and the uncompressed sound. It's yeah. like the best, but it's just the convenience. And I'm so lazy, man. Right. Sometimes you know you got your Xbox on, you got your TV on. Sometimes you just want to do a couple yeah. of clicks. Yeah, my bedroom have doesn't have a 4K a... Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, I want to watch a movie in bed in my pajamas. I get it. Um, yeah, I know Criterion about a week ago had another flash sale. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at my Blu-ray.com wish list and I didn't. The uh, the only criterions I had in there were ones that haven't come out yet, oh, <laughs> so unfortunately I didn't buy anything. Um, like one of my all time favorite movies is coming to a Criterion next month called Godzilla. Ninety nine nine. A face in the crowd. Oh okay. It was Andy Griffith's first, uh, big like you know introduced huh. to the mainstream role, um, even before Andy Griffith's show. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and it's a great movie for that, like, you know, you can easily see, like, even back then, that movie came out in the 50s, and it perfectly mirrors, like, a lot of the craziness that we're seeing today in our socio-political climate. Um, so, once that comes out, Criterion, hopefully it'll hit a couple of, like, it might already be in, like, some digital, might be, like, on Amazon or something, like, to rent digitally. Um, well worth your time. Um, it's an excellent, excellent film. Uh, what else do I have? Dan, you got anything else? What have you been watching on Letterboxd? You've been popping shit in like multiple times a day. Popping mad movies. Popping. I'm back at it. Popping mad films. I'm uh, I'm just making my way through the leaving HBO list. Oh, really? Nice. Honestly. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, I, I find that's my. That's how I really excel on watching movies. Is I'm like, well, I have to watch this by the end of the month. Yeah. Or else it's gone. Um. So. Keeps me keeps me on my toes like Frankie over here. No, Fritzy again. Um, <laughs> early Man, Night and Day, Vampire Suck, Super Troopers, When You Wish Upon a Pickle, Spy Kids, Public Enemies, uh, Once Upon a Sesame Street, Magic Wand Chase, Tale of Despero, Ninjago. Surprisingly good. Um, yeah, I saw that. Ninjago. I think that was all this week. Wow, man. Wow. What about you, Frank? I see you with your never leaving Neverland. Le- leaving Neverland put a bad taste in my mouth for movies. It's, I'm sorry. It, it's it's bad. Like the accusations are really bad. Yeah. But then also at the same time, it's too long. It's too long. 
and just made me not want to watch anything. I had a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't talk about it on this show, but I, I play in a band, and we kind of covered one Michael Jackson song, like, never again. We're yeah. done for a while, if ever again. It's just too long. <laughs> I get it. Um, I watched, uh, I listened to a podcast, uh, Junk Food Cinema, which I think we've talked about before. Um, and for, I guess, the month of February, they did, once a week, they would talk about a movie. Um, they did, like, it's, the series was called Guys Who Rock. And gotcha. so they just did, like, you know, four, they talked about four movies about, like, rock, like, rock bands, basically. Um, and so, the last movie of February, there was, was this one that the, uh, was called Heavy Trip. Um, and it sounded so, like, so much fun that I watched it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a Heavy Finnish? Trip. I think it's from Finland. It might be from Norway. Uh, but it's about a, a guy who, starts a metal band with his friends nice and, yeah. and you know it's basically like sing street if it were metal like Hell yeah. oh man what's this uh, called it's called heavy trip heavy trip um like not not just like metal rock but like norwegian black metal like the like the screaming death you're saying all the right things yes i'm like right it's only and it's only 90 minutes like heavy trip with movie. credits heavy trip um it's parts of it are legitimately laugh out loud hysterical um, it's all in subtitles though. I mean, well, most of it is. There's a couple of parts where they speak English, but, nice. um, it's mostly in subtitles. But like I said, like, it is probably the funniest movie I've seen in a long time. Um, and, and then I supplemented that with another movie that I kept hearing about on and off on Junk Food Cinema and a couple of other podcasts. It's this movie called Lords of Chaos. Huh. Um, it's played a couple of film festivals. Um, and really hasn't gotten a huge release. I guess it's on, I found it on VOD, um, but it never really came to like theaters around here or anything. Um, and it's essentially a biopic about, uh, the band Mayhem, uh, which is like one of the pioneering, uh, Norwegian black metal Wait, does bands. that one have a Macaulay Culkin in it? Not Macaulay. It's got Rory Culkin in it. Yeah, one of the Culkins. Okay, yeah. I have heard about this movie. Yeah. Cause this is the band that's notorious, the lead singer killed himself. Well. That's a spoiler, but that's. <laughs> Well, yeah, so, so. <laughs> I mean, that's, that happened. <laughs> so, spoiler alert for Lords of Chaos. Shoot, and I didn't even think about you know, it. Yeah. And it's, and it, and it shows the problem, like, Lords of Chaos. I watched Lords of Chaos first. Yeah. And I'm glad I did because I was depressed as fuck at the end. And then, uh, I was like, okay, I gotta watch Heavy Trip now. <laughs> and it's basically like the, like the same movie, but like the antithesis of. Just growing up, like, the top well, ten shocking of moments of, uh, rock music, that was always, like, in the top ten, because the singer, like, there's a... Well, yeah, so that, so the singer, the lead singer was, like, 21 years old yeah. and brutally killed himself. Yeah. Like, you know, he, like, cut his wrists, and then he slit his throat, and then he wasn't dying fast enough, so then he blew his head off. Yeah. And then, like, they show all of this in, like, excruciating the graphic detail in this movie, and I'm like, I can't watch this. Like I almost skipped, like I almost skipped ahead because it was so so painful to watch. Um, but uh, I got through it, and it's it's a it's a good movie. Um, it is a very challenging watch though, uh, simply because like there's a lot of heavy sure uh, themes and uh, actions in it. Um, and so yeah, it's I'm allegedly like pretty much all the major plot points of this movie really happened like. Euronymous, who Rory Culkin plays, was murdered by 
a bandmate or, or somebody. Well, I guess he started, uh, he was in the band. He like founded, like helped found that band mayhem. And then after that lead singer killed himself, he kind of sort of moved into this role as like a, um, like a record store owner. And then in the record store, he sort of like founded a record label okay. where like up and coming, like black metal artists could come, you know, get uh, spots. And, uh, they had this guy come in that was recording his own stuff. And then he, they eventually let him into mayhem and, um, you know, after a while, uh, I guess they sort of started, you know, to become rivals and, um, you know, eventually it gets to the point where people in the, some people in the scene, uh, especially like his close circle don't, um, like agree with the way, you know, they think he's a poser. Um, and so ultimately sort of the, the, the the distance between Euronymous and Varg gets too wide, and then you know Euronymous tries to make it right by signing, you know, drafting a contract to send to Varg for him to be like, you know, basically just sign this and I'll release all the rights to your music. You can do whatever you want. And so when uh, he did <laughs> he did in the movie, I don't remember if, I don't remember if this is real or not, but I I think it is because I looked it up. But um, he sent he mails the contract. They're living they start living in like on the complete opposite ends of Norway. Um, it's like, uh, like, Euronymous is in Oslo, and then, um, uh, Varg is in, like, Bergen. And then, um, Bergen. so, he, so Euronymous mails these papers to him, <laughs> and then in the middle of the night, when he gets, after he gets the, the mail that day, this dude drives, like, nine hours to go, like, talk to Euronymous personally, um, and he believes that he's, uh, that Euronymous is going to kill him. Uh, like he's, he thinks he's put a hit out on him and he thinks he's going to, you know, tase him so he can like incapacitate him. And, uh, so he thinks he's preempting all that by bringing a knife and stabbing him like 30 times. Oh man. Um, and allegedly like he either, Euronymous may have been joking around. He may have not said anything at all. Um, and so, and then he's, and he's dead and the guy went to jail for a while and I think he's out now. Yeah, there's um, all this like dark mystery with everything. Well, this is all like 1990, like early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, like the end of that movie is just super like, I mean, that's the end of the movie is he kills the main character, like the guy, the main character gets brutally murdered. Um, and it's all in English though. Yeah, it is all in English. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> Norway, um, so there's a little bit of humor in that, like the sense that the, you know, all these like, it's it's Norway at the point you know the start of the black metal scene and everybody's like it's like Rory Culkin and Emery Cohen like guys that are like you know classic you know, like American dudes and then I mean um, this is like a lot of my youth watching VH1 there's a lot of urban legends with this whole story like they they kept the remains yeah. of that singer and like yeah. they ate the brains like what the right heck? I mean uh, there's they don't really go into a whole lot of like post like what you know yeah they just you know basically after he's murdered there's like another maybe brief part there's like you know the cops start coming around for everybody. Okay. Um, and then, you know, it's very much like a sort of the, that uh, sort of the, after the Lufthansa heist in, uh, Goodfellas, it's very much like that montage of everybody, you know, uh, you know, getting, getting their come up, getting their comeuppance. And then, um, it shows like a couple of like t- text cards at the end. Yeah, man. I don't know if I'd watch this movie. It's yeah. Well, yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it, it, I, I know, I know I'm not really selling it, but it is, it is good. Um, and like Rory Culkin is incredible in it. And, uh, 
<laughs> knowing that that movie's out there and that it's kind of it's kind of like a really affecting piece, I wanted to watch that. And then you, got the you know, once I heard about once I heard these guys talk about Heavy Trip and they and they talk about Lords of Chaos a little bit in that podcast. And so I was like, man, I think that would be a really good double feature. Yeah. And I think that's what they said. They were like, these will be a great like double feature. And um, I decided, well, probably watch Lords of Chaos first. Okay. Um, because I knew that that one was going to be the heavier of the two. And then um, yeah. And then uh, so now Heavy Trip is you're just a fan of black metal. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. No, of that, no, though. not particularly. I, I, uh, sort of like had my interest peak for about ten minutes. Like this was probably three, four weeks ago when I watched these, and um, I'm probably listened to like two songs. And I'm like, nah, I can't. Nah, man. I'm, I'm over it's it. Too slow. It's not. <laughs> On to the next thing. It's not. It's not fun for me. I don't like black metal. Yeah, I don't understand the appeal of listening to music that you just don't. I can't understand what anybody's doing. I could be wrong. With black metal, though, it's that screaming vocal stuff. But then the music isn't technically anything. It's kind of slowish. There's sometimes there's the said with yeah. Sometimes with screaming stuff like that. that at least the music really technical, and I can appreciate that. But I think dark metal, it's by nature, slower. Yeah, I could be wrong. Like I'm a musician, and someone's like, "He should know." I'm like, uh, nah, I checked out. Yeah, I will say though, I did. You'll have to see the end. Like, when you watch Heavy Trip, like, the end is just perfect. Nice. Uh, and, so, and so, that's, like, the one, like, total, like, you know, in, in the context of that, like, music and that scene. Yeah. It's, like, you're so, like, there for it by the time it gets to that ending. And it's I might just, watch Heavy really Trip of the two. You should watch, yeah. If you're only going to watch one of the two, for sure watch Heavy Trip. I might read the synopsis of the other one. Just yeah, and and once you do, like, once you do it, I would, you know, challenge you to go look into like the actual history. Yeah. Um, because that's where like watching that movie led me to actually be like, oh, like to look up the movie and then to come to find out it's based on real stuff, mm-hmm. and the band was real and all that, and then I googled all that stuff, and like. The whole movie actually happened. Wow. Like, so, you know, they actually, you know, burned churches and like, yeah. you know, to, co- to increase their standing and stuff. And so, yeah, it was crazy. It was, um, yeah, it's a wild movie. Um, but yeah, if you're content to look, maybe if you look into the history, then it'll inspire you to see the movie. Um, it's sort of like the, the black metal bohemian rhapsody, <laughs> so to speak. It's a biopic. Yeah. It's a biopic about a band that doesn't end very happily. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, sorry to end on that note, but yeah, the moral of the story, go see, go, go watch the more readily available and happier of the two. Avengers coming out. Avengers is coming out. Go watch that new trailer. Uh, end game looks awesome. Captain Marvel's fun. Yeah. Uh, Aladdin has colors. What? (laughs) I said Aladdin Aladdin has has colors. colors. Yeah. Dan, I feel like you're always brooding on something. I listened to you guys watching the trailer of Aladdin. I, I didn't think it was that bad. That's, it's not bad. You didn't get, it's better than the last one. No, I wasn't commenting on yeah. your guys' comment. I was, that was my review oh, of it. Okay. It didn't seem that bad. Hope you enjoyed your break. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. Do it for pizza. <laughs> I gotta buy the line. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Real Addiction Podcast. Wait. <laughs> the Real Addiction. You just <laughs> mix up r- names. <laughs> <laughs> real addiction. <laughs> this is a real movie's podcast. <laughs> I can't stop laughing long enough.